Welcome back to a new episode of The Fanatics. Finally, we are recording. You see our faces? You see Freddy? See, this is my host. This is who I see every time that we record. Isn't this amazing? I think, personally, it's it's pretty amazing. I liked it better when we didn't have a camera, because now everybody knows I'm short as fuck. Well, <laughs> I mean, you're sitting down, so technically no one knows, but, I mean, you kind of gave it away. I mean... No, no one knows your height, technically. I mean, you can't even tell my height, realistically. I mean, I'm 7'3", from a basketball family, guesses, like Hamlin's. Guesses. And if you see us, like, leaning forward, that's because we're speaking to another mic right here. Um... Yeah, new mic stands. That's going to be an excellent on the list. But um, let's get started. Let's get going. What do you think about the Rockets' new hire? Okay, Rockets, they hired Steven Silas. He's been in the league for 20 years as an assistant. He was currently with the Mavs. And I don't know. It seems like everyone has a positive response towards it. I'm kind of waiting to see what um, what happens because we've known the Rockets to be kind of that... um. You know, they're, they're, that team that just, they, they run up seven seconds, kind of, shoot a bunch of threes, no defense. So, I guess I'm wondering what, I don't know, what the culture is going to be now. What do you, like, do you think that they're going to, you know, they're, they're not going to be shooting threes like crazy? How do you think that might change? Because I, honestly, I don't know. I don't know much about this hire, um, coach-wise, but I think the Rockets need to go on in a different direction. Like, they have to get rid of Russ or Harden. And um, yeah, build their team a different way because obviously it's not working. They get booted in the second round every year. They do. Second, yeah, second round. I mean, sometimes occasionally the the, the they, get, they get to the Western Conference yeah. Finals, but that's. I mean, it's unusual. I don't know. It, I kind of feel like there's a they're a great regular season team, but they don't show up show up in the playoffs. And they need to figure out is, why they can't get it together. You know? Are they moving someone? Mm, yes. I think they are. They have to move Westbrook or Harden, one or the other. It's not going to work. I don't know. Why? Well, well, I mean, speaking of Harden, Daryl Morey, I mean, their former GM, he went to uh, he went to Philly. So, there's a, there's a potential swing right there. Trade Ben Simmons. For, um, for, for Ray, Harden? Uh, Simmons. Um, that Miami dude, Richardson. And three first. But here's the thing, though you're gonna you trade uh, you trade Ben Simmons away and you have him going to um, the Rockets. You basically have baby LeBron and young LeBron on the same team. They can't they can't shoot on a Western Conference. So I think I don't I don't and know. And then they'll move Westbrook too, like maybe blow it up and rebuild because the owner is gonna be struggling, dude. They their salary cap is way over and. The um, salary cap's gonna drop this year because um, of everything that happened with the whole with the escrow, pe- the ten percent, forty percent, exactly. Like you gotta think about that. Like the owner bought the Rockets really high, and it probably he's probably losing money now. And he, does he want to go into the tax, the luxury tax for players that? I mean, obviously they're great players, but if they're not going anywhere and he wants to go a different way, obviously they got rid of Dan Tony. Maybe they wanna change their their play style because it's not it i mean they tried the small ball and it didn't work i mean yeah they tried uh they tried a bunch of times and it just really didn't work so uh i don't know i mean you you hear talks from the knicks saying that they're willing to take on big salary salaries and 
there's kind of some rumor about Westbrook going to New York, even though I really don't see the fit at all because there's not a single shooter on that team. Their best assets probably R.J. Barrett, the next best Mitchell uh, Mitchell Robinson. They're probably going to flop with the with whoever they pick in the draft because that's that's a, exactly who the Knicks are. They do a pretty shitty job of drafting, and even when they do draft a pretty good player like Porzingod, they trade him away. They trade him away. And stuff, and they have an overhaul of point guards that they just can't decide who they want to use. Like for real, uh, freaking uh, Dennis Smith Jr. They even had freaking um Derrick Rose at a point, Frank Nilakina. I don't even know. I, I mean, there's so many point guards. I can't even. Uh, t- uh, what's his name? On um, the guy that was playing with the Mavs, who uh, he Burke, Trey Burke, Trey Burke. Yeah, yeah, Trey. You see, they had Trey Burke, but for some reason, like I don't know, it's an NY, it's an NYK curse. They just can't get. A, going so i would see that but let's talk about the other new york team the nets yeah what do you think about the assistant hire the assistant so d'antoni d'antoni he got kicked from the rockets and he left he said he wanted to go elsewhere even though everybody knew he was gonna get fired he he left quote-unquote but in reality if you think about it he was out it kind of like Doc Rivers too. Doc Rivers the same thing. He he got out of the Clippers. They got. I mean, well, he got fired. They said he got fired. Dan Tony said he left. You know, but they, you know when you leave, they try, they try to they try to not have the reputation be bad. So they want to you know sugarcoat it a little bit and you know reputation wise. Which I mean, he's been in the league for many years, so I don't see what the embarrassment is. I mean, the only embarrassment is having those talented teams and never making it to the finals or. um being an assistant coach to a player you already coached, you know, kind of weird. He's an assistant, and and one of his one ah, of his two. colleagues, two. his colleagues, because Sotomayor was also one of his players. Yeah, he was one of his players, and he's now an assistant also with D'Antoni. So it's gonna be interesting to see. I uh, I just hope that the next that the Nets don't that they don't have um those defensive lapses that the Rockets had because it's going to get critical if they do. I mean, we'll see. I mean, everybody bumped up KD's defense when he joined the Warriors, but it's a little, it was a little easier for him to play defense on that team, but I'm not trying to knock on KD. We'll see this. We'll see this next year. How yeah, they play defense. Cause because if you look at it, who, who do they have? They have, I mean, Joe Harris can be restricted. I think unrestricted free agent, they're going to have Dinwiddie, Karis LeVert, obviously Kyrie, um, Allen. Jared Allen. But it besides, like, if you're looking at their roster, who on their team is their defensive stopper? It's gonna I, mean, have, I mean, DeAndre Jordan at, at the rim, but he's getting older, you know? Oh, Not you know what? Explosive. Honestly, I completely forgot about DeAndre. Yeah, they're going to try to get more players in, but... Um, it, I mean, it's going to be it's gonna be something wild to see. I mean, if Steve Nash... I don't know if Steve Nash, Steve Nash, if he's the next Steve Kerr, then by all means, good shit. But I just, I don't know something about that hire. I'm just, I don't know. I'm not sold on it. It's kind of like what's, the Jason Kidd hire. Remember what's when, the difference for what, what does he, does D'Antoni help the Nets or does he hurt the Nets? Or do you not know? What is your personal opinion on that? I think, I think D'Antoni has shown that he's, he's really intelligent when it comes to offense. So I think he will he will definitely help them all out, especially that the Nets do have some nice three point shooters. So I think in terms of spacing and having people spread out is going to be great. 
what I'm going to be looking at is, you know, how they do defensively. Because he's not known for defense, but I don't think they brought him in with the purpose of being a defensive coach or, or really having so much of an input there. I think that's where you're going to see more of other assistants come in. Um, I don't know. I think Steve Nash is going to be, he's going to bring more, more of the sense of kind of like how to go about the game, how to see things, um, you know, not, not rushing the shots. If it's not there looking for the open man, I think he's going to, that's kind of his role. And then I think Stoudemire is going to be working a lot with the bigs with pick and rolls Mm -hmm. because that's what he was when he was in the league. He, he was good around the rim, pick and roll, just run beeline straight to the to the hoop. So I think they're all gonna have their little inputs, but you know, ultimately obviously Steven Nash is gonna have the final say, but I think it's gonna be a more of a team effort than just the head coach making the final call. Um so I mean, we'll see what happens with the Nets, but what else happened today? Clutch sports showed out. LeBron, is he recruiting? Uh, maybe that the other guy, not Edwards. Who's the other guy? Um, Tyrese you know, Maxey. Do you know what um his um projection in the draft is? It's about late late first round. Ooh, I mean that's where the Lakers are gonna be late first round, right? And actually, I don't think they have late first round pick. We don't. I don't think they do. God. I think they have a second round pick. I don't think they have the first round because I think they probably traded that for AD. Oh, but yeah, huh? if they can try to muzzle away to get Tyrese Maxey, so. Little a little background for those that don't know who Tyrese Maxey is. He is a guard from Kentucky, Kentucky kid. We all Ooh, know that AD. We all connection. know that Kentucky connection. We all know that some that there's a lot of five star recruits that go into Kentucky. So when they go into the draft, their stats don't look great. They, they don't jump out the t- off the table unless you're a super superstar, you know. Yeah, cuz they but don't There's great role players that come out of there. There's there's great players that come out of I mean even even Cat when he uh when he came out originally he wasn't he didn't have those numbers. He wasn't the first overall. I think uh Jaleel Okafor was like the projected first overall pick. Still, he was two, right? Or three? Jaleel was three. Yeah. Cuz Wiggins was I think or not Wiggins. Was it Wiggins? I think D'Angelo. D'Angelo was two. Yeah, D'Angelo was two. Okafor was three. Towns was no, and Town was first overall. Yes, Town was first. So but yeah. point being that they have a lot of talent, and um, they it doesn't always show out. What happened with, with Booker? Booker was like a what, 15, 14? something like that. He was a mid round. He was a mid rounder, and he got picked up. And everyone was like, "Oh, he came out of nowhere." When in college, he was known as a lethal shooter. He was known as a marksman. Same thing. With the boy down in South Beach, Tyler Hero. Now that, that, that kid is raw. He yeah, and he's he's gonna, only gonna get better. Bam out of bio, same thing. Kentucky, you have all these Kentucky kids, and that and Maxine his first game. I think he went off for thirty points, college game. That's crazy. That's good. He didn't have that consistency going out, but he's a scorer, and not saying he might be the next big biggest guard. Out there because um, Shea Gilders Alexander, another Kentucky guard. Yeah, that that kid is raw. The he, Clippers messed up trading him away. Yep, they should have kept them instead of PG. If they, they would have, I mean, personally, if they would, Clippers would have kept their team and Kawhi. I think, not Gal Paul George. I think they would maybe had a better shot. Honestly. I think so too. More continuity because they would have had that um, power forward that shoots um, Gallinari, right? Yep. Gallinari. Gallinari. Uh, Gilchrist. Gilchrist. No. Uh, 
the two guard? Shea, Shea Gildress Alexander. Gildress Alexander, yeah. Alexander. And who they traded one more, right? Another player? I think there I think there was. I just can't put my finger on it. Damn, I feel bad because I think he's not bad. Yeah, I'm not too sure. But they also would have had they still would have had their three picks. Three, oh, yeah. three, three, four picks that they sent away. But you know, Tyrese Maxey's interesting. I think that can be a steal for whoever gets him. I'm really excited about him. And I'm not usually excited about Kentucky guys, but if you keep following this trend, they're doing something right. And if you want to get ahead of the curve, you really take a chance on them and really evaluate them, which goes into another team that's looking to make moves. The Warriors. They always want to make moves. They always want to make moves, but they're not they're not a stupid franchise. No, they're one of the smartest franchises. They're, they're not the Timberwolves. They're not the trust the process for forever. They're not the Phoenix Suns who flop but get a miracle with uh, with Devin Booker. They right now on paper have a great team, and they want to get even better. You know, like they have Steph, Clay, Wiggins, Dre. Okay, and uh, do they still have that? Pascal? Yeah, they have him, but the yeah. other, that one, um, like, top, what, five player a couple years ago, Jackson? No. Uh, I can't remember his name. Oh, um, that he he was with the Suns, right? Yes, he yes. He was uh, Marquise Chris? Yeah, yeah, him. Well, yeah, but I don't know. Marquise Chris, uh, I'm not too sure about. I mean, I think he could be nice. I think if he doesn't demand for too much money, he can work really well with the Warriors system. But what rumor, what trade rumor do you have? What trade rumor do I have to the Warriors? So I've been, I kind of heard this one and I don't think this one's that bad because, you know, money wise, it's not going to be a lot. And rumor has it that the Warriors want to trade back. So if they trade back, they're looking at what ranges from eight to 10. Mm -hmm. So eight ranges from eight to 10, that's going to be people like, um, Tyrese Halliburton, point guard, uh, maybe an Okoro, who's a shooting guard, small forward, defensive guy. Kind of reminds me of um, of that guy in uh, in Toronto. What's his name? Um, OG Ananobi. Yeah, he I, can, I can draw. Yeah, he he reminds me of him. He's he's a good um, he's good on defense. And then Killian Hayes, if he drops, because Killian Hayes, he's from he plays in France, born from the U.S., grew up in Germany. In, and then this last year played in France. Shows good defense, good playmaking, and shows ability to make shots. Good free throw shooter, which shows promise as being a good shooter in the league, apparently, because that's what they—that's what a lot of scouts say. So I don't know. It, it seems like there's so many question marks in this draft that a really good prospect can even fall down, and I think that's what they're banking on. Because if they, you know, if they trade back. Hypothetically, one guy I was looking at, Kelly Oubre. He's with the Suns, but the Suns also do have Mikel Bridges. They have a bunch of wings on that team. Mm -hmm. And if they can move up even further up in the draft, you know, yeah, it it benefits them because they can put another piece next to Booker. Next to Booker. So they could probably do a swap. I think, uh, what, does Phoenix have a 13th pick? No idea. I don't know. I think they have like a later pick, but still they can trade back and then 
work something out. Ubre is be nice. Ubre a small forward. You'll have Steph, Clay. Ubre tries on defense. He can knock down threes. He has so much dog in him. You got Draymond and whoever the hell you want to throw in there. I don't know. Freaking Ronald McFreaking Donald. I don't know. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, that's um a good take on that because yeah, the Warriors don't want Lamelo. I don't see that working at all. That's the thing. I, I don't think it, they want Edwards unless they trade away Wiggins just to like have expiring contracts and try to make a run at Giannis next year. Um, I think Edwards, people are kind of downplaying him a little bit. Yeah, honestly. I, I think he can be like a, a Donovan Mitchell-esque, uh, D-Wade-esque type player. But I think a lot of people, just because of the season, how it went. Nobody knows. I feel like this draft is going to be great. There's going to be a lot of upset, like, well, like, Maybe a lot of great players coming out from, like, the middle to the end of the draft, you know? Yeah, because, honestly, I was looking at a mock draft, and there was, like, a... Like, I'm, I'm not super familiar with everyone in the draft, of course, but there's players... Neither am I. There was no college basketball. But, like, not that much. But, like, the players that were, that are on the board and stuff, I'm... You know, some of the names, even that are going late round for the... Se- you know, late round first and the beginning of the second, like, there's still some names out there that... They're not just no names at all. So, it you know, there can be potentially... Uh, this this may be the year where there's a lot of steals. Which should be good for, like, bottom teams that want to get better, you know? Like, yeah. And, and honestly, I feel bad for the Timberwolves because I feel like they're going to fuck it up. Uh, I feel bad for the Bulls because I see them fucking it up, too. I think they're going to probably... If, they, if they don't trade Levine, I could see them having another guard and then just having a situation where they're like, whoa, we're the Knicks. Give the Lakers Levine. We'll give you Danny Green and Coos. Speaking of Levine, I heard that Levine to the Kings for Buddy. Okay, and then the Kings trade him to us. Yeah, three-way trade. Let's go. Buy him out. Mm-hmm. Make it happen to this team. Let's go. Right there. Um... But um, what yeah. do you think about Lamelo? Lamelo, if I had to pick a team that fits best, I mean, you look at the Timberwolves. I don't see him, and I don't see him and D'Angelo working well. And I think if I don't know, man, it could be kind of crazy. The two guard, the two guard lengthy, the two lengthy guards that can handle a ball and shoot the rock, but that can't play defense. Yes, they can't, but they're lengthy, so I don't know. I I think for the I think for the Timberwolves, the the better pick would be um, Edwards, right? Yeah, because yeah. because he'll be the, he'll be the shooting guard he or can, small forward. Yeah, because right? he can play well, both, right? Well, both, but I mean, preferably, I think I'll have him because I think Jared Culliver. You could you could slot. I think Jared Culliver might be. I mean, they're both interchangeable mm-hmm. and stuff. But I think Edwards will be best at the two guard, athletic. He can p- probably get a shot. D'Angelo needs the ball more. Cat needs the ball more. I just remembered Booker. I think sold his house in Phoenix. Well, then. What the Timberwolves have to do is package that first overall pick, Jared Culliver. And 20 first-round picks. And uh, probably 20% of their st- of, of their share owners. <laughs> and uh, sell that stock and get Devin Booker. Because if you have Cat, D'Angelo, and Devin Booker, It'd I be like great, that team. It would be great to see them try to win it all. But... You never know. Uh, yeah. Teams can look great on paper, and 
It'd be a blood. It suck. It Look w- at the Cowboys. It would be a bigger blood. I mean, the Cowboys. We're gonna we're gonna get on that one later, because that one was critical. But I don't know. I think with that team, who would you see? Who would you say would be the best player on that team? If they all three were together, all three, Booker by far. So he's your closer. Yeah, I agree. I mean, well, I mean, Cat. He's. I'm. I mean, Cat. I feel like has been going downhill a little bit. I feel like he's just. He's kind of soft, man. Mm-hmm. Kind of soft. And then D'Lo. I don't know. D'Lo's D'Lo. D'Lo's like good point guard. Can play make shoot. But he plays at, like, one speed all the time, and it kind of irritates me. Like, he never – he's always, like – he's always, like, in third gear and never goes he, any faster. He's a – D'Lo, he plays at his pace, but he needs to – he needs to get what Jason Tatum has. Jason Tatum doesn't go particularly fast either. He's a – sometimes he gets himself into rhythm, and then that's where he makes his, his strike. I think – People, I think the Timberwolves need to build around D'Lo's speed and play style. And then it'd be crazy. Because for all means, he's not slow. He just slows down the game his way. But he can do like a crazy fast pass. He's more of a crazy pick, fast move. Like He's more of a pick and roll half court set type, mm-hmm, type of player. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think, you know, Cat needs to step up. Because he's had so much talk. Everyone's been building him up. Like, you know, if you had to build it. A team around any player he's been mentioned and in all honesty i liked him more than mb at a point but mb's mb's taking over because the cats just doesn't he doesn't show that aggressiveness i mean mb needs to show it more too mm-hmm. but cat just looks a little too soft and you know if he wants to be that guy he wants to have that respect he wants to be a hall of famer and be a great he needs to step it up way more because this this stuff ain't gonna cut it. But maybe he won't now with his boy D'Angelo. I mean, hopefully, I I hope so because they're young and I li- and I like them coming out of the draft. So, and you know how you know how much of a fan I am of D'Angelo, and I I want him to succeed. You know, my Laker pup. Mm-hmm. But or Timberwolves trade for Ben Simmons and give up who the first pick and a couple of picks and another player. So you're gonna just keep trusting the process. <laughs> Um, the process doesn't go that way. <laughs> it couldn't go da- the process go downward. Yeah. But I mean D'Lo and um Ben Simmons played in high school? AAU, I think. Oh yeah, so they, no, they yeah, they, they played in high school. They played for Monter um I think Monte Verde Verde mm-hmm. Missouri um in Missouri. Florida. I thought it was Missouri, no? Uh, no, Missouri it was in Florida. Oh. I think it was it says like Monte Verde or something. Oh, I don't know. Some, um, something like that. Which, honestly, who knows if that's the reason why D'Angelo was uh, highly scouted, because he looked good. Let's talk about another hated player in the league. Oh, oh, oh. You want to pick up? Who is he? Who is he? Um, Antonio Brownski. I actually the Raiders like hate him. The Raiders <laughs> did him dirty. The Patriots were done with him. He was out of the league. And okay. now he's going to get maybe reinstated. We don't know yet, actually. But he joined Tampa. Well, I mean, I don't know. Can you really hate the guy? I mean, you know, he left the Steelers, so... Like a asshole. <laughs> like an asshole. Okay, like an asshole. But he went to the Raiders, and he dipped, like, right before he even did anything. So like that... an asshole. Hey, that was pretty funny, though. I mean, just because you're a Niner fan. No, okay, okay. No, not because I'm a Niner fan, but because I swear, all these Raider fans talk the most smack when you don't even say anything. I can... 
okay, most of this is, is like towards my coworkers. But still, nonetheless, that's the only reason why. All right. And but Antonio, went, though. Then he went to the Patriots. Patriots. With Tom Brady. With Brady. Robert Kraft was done with this shit, too. And Belichick. And they said, Vete la chingada. Which means, get the hell out of here. Vete a la chingada. We're going to have a little subtitle there. <laughs> under, underneath. And, Vete a la chingada. And then he got into some trouble with some women that he supposedly sexually His, assaulted. Uh, wasn't it like a trainer or yeah. it, it was like a trainer somewhere something like that and then he does stupid stuff and gets in trouble with this baby mama thing i don't know i don't know i mean antonio needs to get his shit together of course but then again he is a millionaire and i'm not so i don't know who the f- why the fuck i'm giving him advice about life but whatever you know antonio to tampa bay now he's reunited with his long long patriot brother not really long what do you mean that was like a game it's okay i mean he's moving into his house did you, did you know that no i didn't really oh no, yeah he's living he's living in uh, in tom's house uh right now when he's in, he's in tampa kind of weird wait why uh, antonio brown's from florida or he lives in florida well i don't know maybe that was tom's way of being like you want to play on the team you live with me i'm gonna keep you on check or maybe they're just lovers i don't know i mean maybe I mean, how can you not love that smile of his? It's so like nice and white and perfect. Like, what do I you, wish I had it. What Actually. do you think about Tampa Bay now? They're the Golden State Warriors of, of football. Like, it's yeah. not even fair. Like, you got Tom Brady, uh, debatably one of the greatest quarterbacks. Aging, of, but he has a lot of weapons now. 43 years old, and he's still doing great. Um, you also have, uh, as receivers, this is the receiving core. The receiving core is Mike Evans, who is the number one receiver. Which is kind. He's been kind of ass this year. Kind of ass, but he still gets. He's, you still need to respect him as a DB. You yeah. still need to cover him. He's a big target. He's a, any Every time in fantasy, he's always like a top 10, top 15 player uh, projected ADP. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just, to see, just so you know his value a little bit. And then Chris Godwin. Another big wide receiver. And he's more of a slot guy, and he came out last year and did amazing. Now, what you do is add Antonio Brown. So, basically, you have... Wait, 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 wait. What about the running backs? Hold on, hold on. We're talking about receivers right now. <laughs> I'm talking about receivers. All right. You have the receivers. So, Mike Evans was your number one. Chris Godwin's the number two. Both of them could be number ones. And then you have a third number one, Antonio Brown, from what we last saw. So, you got three number one receivers in one roster. What... I can't even do that on Madden, even if I tried. And yeah. then you go into the running backs that you were saying. Ronald Jones from USC. Come on, SC. Shout out. Um, I swear I went to SC. I didn't. But Ronald Jones, he's tearing it up. And then Leonard Fournette, he was, what, a few years ago, he was a top 10 pick from the Jags. And the Jags cut him. So Tampa was like, hey, you know what? We'll take you. We'll take you. Let me get one of those. And then they and also then have t- Shady as a veteran. Shady as a veteran. And then you look at their tight ends. So I think OJ Howard, he's a he's three-year player. The, he's, he's out, out for the season. season. He got Achilles. hurt. Um, but they still have, think, have Cameron Brait, mm-hmm. who's also very good. And, and then out of nowhere. Tom's boyfriend. Tom's other boyfriend. The, the do, they all, do they all live together right now? They honestly probably are in the, the banana boat. They're probably the NFL oh, banana shit. boat. Mm-hmm. And then you got now you have um, Gronk, 
when he started too. playing great these last couple weeks. He's just started playing great, which is crazy. Yeah, they, they started playing really good, and I don't know. It's it's hard for me to imagine them not winning. Like, they have a great defense. Up, you know, I know they didn't mention the defense, but they have a really good defense. Yeah, they made the Packers look silly. They Yeah, they... They made Aaron, Aaron Rodgers, Rodgers look pedestrian. Mm-hmm. That's what. That's really what it was. So I don't know that 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 addition just really kind of pissed me off because my team's in the NFC. But I mean, your team's hurt. My team's hurt, so I have an excuse this year. And you guys don't have a. Never mind. I'll just I'll, I'll say that for later. Leave, leave my quarterback alone. <laughs> leave my quarterback alone. All right, let's talk about a bad team. Oh, my team. No, I said bad, bro. Oh, okay, okay. The cowgirls. The cowgirls. Your favorite, everyone, America's favorite team, the Cowgirls. Yay. The, the Dakless Cowgirls. The Dakless Red Rifle Cowgirls. Which Wait, he, he might be out too. <laughs> he might be out. Yeah, so another quarterback got, that might be out. Concussion. He, he got knocked the fuck out. Yeah. He got, yeah, so, I mean, Friday reference, you know, you know, watch that. He got knocked the hell out, for sure. He did. He has no offensive line. Zach Martin's hurt. I think <laughs> what what's his name? Uh, Travis Ferguson, his other offensive line, he's even hurt too. Um I don't know. They they're just they're just the mess right they're now. They're in shambles. They are. And then they're they're playing against the other red rifle too. Carson oh, yeah. Wentz. Walk it to him. But the Cowboys took a big hit losing Dak, dude. Their their receivers look great because obviously their defense was terrible, right? But they were making comebacks, like, yeah. I mean, they, a, I mean, they're a good offensive team when they're down, maybe just in garbage time. But offensively, yeah, they, like you were saying, three good wide receiver. Yeah. Cooper's number one. Yeah. CD and Gallup, I consider number twos as I, of right now. I think CD couldn't even push to be. I think so. CD has potential. Has number one potential. Maybe after this year, maybe or, it's got him two years. Yeah, he he's he's. Closer than Gallup is. No, but I'm saying Gallup's at least more of a two. right now. Two, yeah, two, yeah. two number twos, right? And then they had um their their tight end was got hurt. And they have a rookie tight end, right? Uh Schultz. Yeah, I I forget who it, I think it's I don't even know. I don't Tony know I don't know their tight end, but and, and they also they have the running they have they Zeke, have Zeke and Tony Pollard. Yeah, and which you know they've done pretty good. But they would make they would make comebacks or try to make comebacks, but their defense was just not it's not it right now and they it's it's not they they just ch- chalk up the season honestly. Well, I mean, the season's already over for them. I mean, not really. They're still in the playoff hunt for their the NFC least. Yeah, but they're not gonna win the Super Bowl. But they'll get a f- free home playoff game, bro. Come get on, to Roger Goodell if he's listening. I mean, he's not listening, obviously. But if you were listening, you should listen, Roger. You should listen to me. I got good ideas. <laughs> like you should just scratch them off. You know, you have the NFC West. Four great teams, positive records, all better. Comb- I think the Niners, just the Niners, and well, I mean, yeah, just the Niners. I think they have like the better record than the whole division. Actually, no, because I think what the Washington and Cowboys got two, Eagles got one, maybe two. they got two. Eagles have two. Okay, have never mind. Well, then to be right, that I mean, I think the more accurate one, I think the Seahawks or the Cardinals have a better record than the whole division. Yep, and speaking about the Seahawks and the Cardinals, what a Sunday night game that was! Hey, not to shit on the on the Raiders even more because I know I just did that like probably a few minutes ago, but holy crap! I'm so glad that they got rid of that Tampa and Raider game because that was gonna be boring. That wouldn't that if that was prime time, that would have pissed me off. 
I mean, there's that, a lot of primetime games that piss me off. Every Thursday night game? Yeah. I have. I don't think I've watched a full Thursday night game this whole entire year. I was trying to watch so one last night, and um, let's just say my wide receiver got hurt. Calvin? And I'm sad. Yep. Oh, man. I just traded away Julio. What? Yeah. Uh-oh. Well, I had a bu- the thing is I had a bunch of receivers and needed running backs. So I got Chris Carson, Mostert. Or both, right? <laughs> I got mo- I got Carson, like, literally. I was like, yeah. Like, after said, like, all right, trade went through. And I think Julio just balled out. Well, not ball balled out, but I think he had, like, 18 points. Julio? Yeah. He had, like, 20. 20, damn. Yeah, 20 points. I mean, I'm kind of sad. I'm out of the league, though. It's okay. But, no, yeah, that, that Seahawks and, and Cardinals game was crazy. I like, knew the Cardinals were going to win. Cardinals are, they, they're a nice team. I mean, mm-hmm. honestly. And the Seahawks can't defend wide receivers. And in, in all honesty, wait, another player that got hurt. Damn it. Drake got hurt too. My team's in shambles. I lost Saquon. Drake's hurt. Ridley's hurt. This is not the year for running backs. Everybody's hurt. A lot of running backs are getting hurt, and there's a ton of receivers, and everyone's just trying to scrap away for running back. I think that that's where I messed up in my other league. I think if I didn't make that trade, trading away Julia, would it just. Been like okay with my running backs being shitty, having good receivers. I think I would have been okay, but you know, a lot you of injuries this year. Learn. But still, going back to that game, Kyler against Russ. It was a shootout. I liked it. Kyler, the young Russ, Russ, the veteran Russ. <laughs> now what? MVP caliber playing Russ right now. And I, th- I think I'm not sure if it was uh, Max Kellerman who made the point, but. Like, the whole game, like, you know, the Arizona Cardinals, they weren't winning at all. Like, mm-hmm. they, they were down. They were they kept scrapping, trying to get back in the game and got the lead in the end and stuff. But that was a Went game. To overtime. That was a game where you kind of thought that, you know, they would keep scrapping, but they would just fall short because the veteran team would win. Even though the Seahawks have, a, have the worst defense in the entire league, you thought Russ was going to, like, find a way to bring it home. I, I thought when they got the ball to start overtime, I thought it was over. I was like, there's no way Russ is not scoring on this play yeah i mean it was when you're asking russ to do that every week in and week out like it's just unrealistic like you know, he threw that interception end of the uh, end of the ot which you know ultimately turned to arizona getting possession going down the field a little bit and then missing the field goal didn't they make was not the second one they made the second one but yeah though the first, the first one they missed one. it yeah first even one though they missed it. the first one they sh- they did their coach called the timeout right when he kicked it and it went in money they do it again, and he misses. Well, when they kicked it that second time, and the and the Cardinals won, my biggest thing was I don't know why the Seahawks they had a, they had a timeout. The kicker already missed the field goal earlier. They should have taken that timeout, iced the kicker, and just hoped that he would have missed again, get got possession again, and gave Russ another opportunity. But. Is that the first time that the Seahawks mess up at the end of a game? No, it's not. I mean, we all we all saw the Super Bowl when they decided let's not give it to Beast Mode. Let's just have Russ throw it. What happens? We all know what happens. You throw the ball. You get intercepted by Malcolm Brown. Sherman goes from being very happy to just like crying his eyes out in the sideline. Patriots win the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. They had timeouts and they had downs left. But they just, you know, those those end of the game hero plays, hero plays, or just brain farts are just they, they're gonna kill them. Mm-hmm. That's just basically, you know, that's just it. Um, but great game though. I mean, 
Cardinals are going to be scary. I Can we just throw one of these teams into like the AFC? <laughs> or like into another division? Like can we put Arizona in the NFC East? I mean, they're closer to the or NFC South East, something like that. I mean, they're close to they're close to Dallas. Yeah. It's just that division's too stacked. Too stacked. Not that I'm scared of anyone because my Niners, but it's just Dude, you got that division. I mean, you're a little scared because your team's a little hurt, but you know what I'm saying? I'm a little scared, but, you know, when you have the NFC East that's not competitive, you're just kind of like, okay, can we just, like, scrap this whole division for this year? Yeah. Like, you know, it's kind of a waste of everyone's time. And then you have, like, the AFC South, which, you know, Houston's shit. Jaguars are shit. The Colts are just, they're just good enough to beat those teams. With the freaking quarterback that keeps closing his damn eyes every time he can't, they were just running the ball. He doesn't even throw it anymore. That's how much faith they lost in him. And the Titans are legit, but I don't know. But uh, the Raiders also lost some draft picks. You know that? I did not know that. So actually, so they had uh, yeah. So they had some players that they violated. They had some code violations. So since they. Not, I don't think it's the first Did defense. Did the Titans lose any players? I'm not sure, but I think because the Raiders already previously got in trouble. Like, Darren Waller had, like, a charity event, yeah, yeah, yeah. no mask, and there was this whole little thing going on. So, then afterwards, they're like, hey, um, you guys can't do that shit. And they're like, okay, okay, okay. And then Gruden also wasn't wearing a mask on a Monday night football game, I think. Mm-hmm. A lot of coach weren't. A lot, a lot of them weren't. Like but, I mean, shit, Raiders. Like, when you already got, like, one after another, like, they're not going to be leaning on you. Shit, you're the Raiders. You're not the Patriots. Yeah. Like, they're not going to be leaning. Raiders get in trouble a lot anyway. They do. I mean, that's what they are. They're the, they're the Raiders. Yeah. Let's talk trade talks. Trade talks. Let's take a little break, and we'll come back to trade talks. Right. Trade talks. NFL trade talks deadline is on uh, Tuesday. What? Tuesday. Tuesday. So trade lines on Tuesday. Trade line. Trade line. Trade. Trade deadline is on Tuesday. Um. So since it's on Tuesday, what do you see happening? Who who's making the moves? Do you see? A I team? don't know. The league's scared, dude. It, there hasn't been a big trade in a while. There, there hasn't. There, there I mean, Hopkins, been. but that was in the offseason. Cooper, Dallas. I don't, I don't I feel like there hasn't been anything crazy, man. There really hasn't, but... Michael Thomas needs to get traded. Who goes for that, though? Who Who's going to go for... I mean, didn't they just sign him for a big contract? I don't know, but I think he's fucking up in... Um, what's it called? In um, New, Orleans. New Orleans. Yeah. With the New Orleans Saints. Yeah. Um, I he's, think, yeah, he's, you know, he's not doing, he's, he's kind of messing up for sure. Um, but no team that you see that, that would go for him? Um, There's some teams that would go for him. Brady. Yeah, maybe trade one of those. Or, I mean, one Be- of their stud or, or, or actually, receivers. I was going to say Belichick, actually. Belichick. I just, don't, I just don't know what they would, ha- what would they offer, though? They don't have anything. A I mean, Gilmore, Gilmore, they want to, I mean, I heard oh. Gilmore, they want to trade. I heard, that I heard would those not be bad. Imagine Cam and Michael Thomas. Nicolo Thomas. That's not. That's not a bad take. That is not a bad take. Um, I mean, I'm pretty good, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah, you're pretty good. Um, what team needs to make the needs to make a move though? The Niners. Okay, but who would they go for? I don't know. 
somebody. Trade one of your stud running backs. And but, but that that, that takes away money. what we do though. We we but you got back, like twelve of them. We running backs by committee. I mean, yeah, because you guys can't throw. I mean, not you guys, just the quarterback can't throw more Damn. than ten yards. You literally can't. You can try. I mean, he tries, but it doesn't work. I don't know. What I was thinking, the team that needs to make a move the most was the team we already talked about, the Cowgirls. Yeah. So, Trade Gallup. Mm, that's not where I was going. Pooper? Pooper. Oh, Sabado. It's tomorrow. Two, Green Bay. I think Green Bay needs to make a move because Green Bay needs to get another receiver. Green Bay needs to get Julio Jones. Okay, that is the most, that's ideal. But I think if you're going to go for someone that's not as much. Don't they make the I, same? Huh? Don't they make the same because um, Thomas just got his extension or his oh, new deal? I mean, I mean, I'm not talking about money-wise, but I'm talking about, like, value. Like, you'll probably have to give up maybe a little bit more for Julio than you probably do for, for Cooper. Oh, yeah, no, for sure. Julio's still a stud. Cooper, he's good, and but he's... He's yes, he's he's Jekyll and Hyde. He's Jekyll and Hyde. He'll be good, he'll be bad, good and bad, back and forth. I think you have him lined up on the other side with Devontae. Devontae's gonna get monster openings. You know who you guys need to get? The Niners need to get? Darnold. AJ Green. Yes. Yes. Finally you agree with me. God. I have no yeah, see I suck with the buttons. I don't even know what I'm doing with the buttons. But yeah, AJ. Yeah, I mean, you're probably you're probably looking at him like, what is he doing? But if you're listening to the podcast, you'll hear exactly what he just did. Um, but yeah, AJ Green. I mean, I think I think that'd be great. I think that, you guys be, don't have to give up that much either for him. Shit, but AJ Green with the Niners, I think that'd be deadly. I think he would be definitely a really good veteran wide receiver to kind of groom. Ayuk and Debo and kind of maturing them a little more. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Yes, I am not kidding you. But I mean, Debo already got like got uh you know with San with uh, Sanders last year, so he already had good you know good experience from a vet. I think just continue that, continue them growing. Like there's they're good receivers. Kills gonna get better. I like that, but I do think the team that needs to make the biggest moves though. That has pieces to do it is uh, the Cowboys. They need to tr- they need to trade away some of these guys that some of these race cars that they got some nice shiny sports race cars and uh, how Colin Coward puts it and and start getting some stuff back like get some picks get some get some nice solid defensive players. You got all this offense apparently, but you have no defense. What's so good? I mean, unless you have a quarterback like Russell Wilson, you can't win. You're not going to do it. So I think they're a team that needs to make a move. I think. The Vikings need to make a move too, because another team that doesn't have a defense. Cousins is not going to get them anywhere. They have a good young receiver they drafted in Justin Jefferson, but they need to they need to build that defense up again and then try to get a quarterback. Who is that quarterback? I don't know. There's a couple out there. Maybe a Kaepernick if you want to stop being stingy. But you know they they're they're another team I think that needs to make a move. Um, obviously the, the Jets, but they're just going to go in the draft and still fuck it up somehow. And I feel sorry for Trevor Lawrence because if he does go to the Jets, then he's probably going to do ass. Mm-hmm. In all honesty, in all honesty, um, John Ross, 2017 first round pick for the Bengals. He wants out. He wants out. He 
was... He's not happy with this role on the bench, he said. No, he says he wants he wants to be on the right side of the bench, not the left side of the bench. Mm-hmm. So he's pissed. Yeah, so he wants out. Yeah, he wants out. And he has... I mean, he had like a, he ran like a 4-2. And if you guys don't know what a 4-2 is on track, then let me just tell you, it's real fast. Like, how fast is it? It makes fast people look not fast. Exactly. That's how fast. So... Mm. Yeah, I mean, he'd be another good receiver on a on a team like you know, may possibly a Green Bay. Maybe if Houston can get him on the low, get another receiver for Deshaun to kind of work with. I don't know if it, I don't know. He's young. He's 2017, first round pick. He's three years in. I don't think. I think there's still something that could be. I mean, he could still make something out of him. But um, um what do you think about maybe Fuller to the Packers? So this is so I heard that rumor. I don't like it. I'd rather them just go for even AJ Green would be good on the Packers, honestly. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I think an AJ Green would be better. I think you go for what I said. Uh, um, Amari Cooper would be better. I think AJ Green is cheaper than Cooper, though. Oh, AJ Green's definitely cheaper than Cooper. I mean, I think you'll have to give up less for AJ. Mm-hmm. They're gonna cut him next year because at his age and with his injury history. You know, his value is going to be I, lower. I think he's related to Anthony Davis. Green? AJ Green, yeah. Or, or maybe he's a... You know, because they always get hurt. Or who, 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 Who's another... Or Danny Green. Maybe Danny Green. Who kind of disappears. Maybe. Maybe. Um. Yeah, but... Yeah, the Packers just got to make a move because Devontae Adams is a beast. Rodgers is a great quarterback. And they need to figure out how they're... And they have Aaron Jones. They just need another one piece. They just need one more piece. One. Because Tampa has f- fucking 12. Tampa's got like, they, they got like a whole deck of cards and and this another one. They like, have Exodia. Right. Yeah, or they have a, yeah, they have Exodia. They have the, what's it called? Um, All the Egyptian God cards. Exactly. I can, uh, I'm in your head. You are in my head. I couldn't think of it. And you said it, it kind of scared me. Yeah. Get out of my head now. No, I like it in here. Okay, it's kind of cozy, right? Yeah, it's very spacious. Aw. <laughs> All right, well, let's so, talk pick-ums. Pick-ums. So, we're recording this on October 30th, 2020. That's kind of weird. Don't stalk, it. Don't stalk me. But um, we had the first Thursday night game yesterday. Well, not first Thursday night game, but the first game of, of the, the week. week of week. What was it? Week 8? So, we week had eight. Carolina Panthers against the Falcons. I honestly thought the Panthers were going to win. Really? I did because the Falcons keep finding a way to lose every single game. But for some reason, the, t- the day that Calvin Ridley gets hurt, they win. Don't remind me. I know. I just had to throw that in there. I thought the Falcons were going to win because I, don't, I think I'm a low-key Falcons fan because I like to be let down. True. It's not. He's not lying. He's not but, lying. Me gusta la mala vida. What can I say? Yeah. So, um, who do you got for the... First, one of the first Sunday night, Sunday morning games. The Vikings or the Packers? Oh, Packers all the way. They're, Easy. Gonna, they're, they're playing They're playing in Lambeau Field, which is Green Bay, Wisconsin. They're going to be home. No, I'm, I'm not sure there's not going to be a thousand cheese heads like usual. But still, though, nonetheless, they're at home. It's good cheese. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I got Packers winning too. All right, next one. No debate there. Titans, Bengals. I got Titans. Titans and Bengals. 
Titans have a better def uh, defense overall team. Bengals are young. Burrow's, Burrow's not going to do record-wise. He's not going to have a great record, but that's to be expected. Okay, um, these are pretty easy. Uh, Chiefs and Jets. Oof, who's quarterbacking Darnold or Flacco? <laughs> uh, Casey, Doesn't matter. Casey's gonna win. Uh, the Jets are a complete joke. That's basically a bye week, so there's I don't really have to add much to that one. That's pretty self-explanatory. All right, Colts Lions. I got the Colts. I, I like the quarterback. I like quarterbacks that throw with their eyes closed. They're pretty. They're kind of ma magicians, you know. Mm, I'm actually want to go with the Lions. Really? I don't trust Matt Patricia still, but I think it's a trap game. In the wise words of Alvaro, it's a trap game. Mm, actually, speaking of Alvaro, he messaged me today for his pickums, and he had the Lions winning. He told me what I thought. I said I got the Colts. He figures it out because I don't want him to hate me when I'm wrong. But I got Colts. Yeah, I mean, Colts should win, but I don't know. I, I don't know. I think that DeAndre, I like DeAndre Swift a lot, the running back. And uh, Matthew Stafford sometimes pulls really amazing games out of his ass. I think if he just gets out of Detroit, but I still don't think he'll. I don't know. I think his career could have been better if he was somewhere else. But the Niners. No, let's not do that. Not do no. that, Matthew Stafford. You stay where you're at right now. Exactly. Don't don't even don't even pick up the phone. Going Lions. All right. Steelers, Ravens. I got the Squealers. Steelers and Ravens. I actually have the Ravens. Huh. So, I don't know. Maybe I'm a little superstitious. I just don't see them going 6-0, and staying undefeated. I think the Ravens will start running. I think this is a game where Lamar is going to have to show that, like, hey, if you're that guy, you need to show it now. There's no way to put it. They, they really need to show out or else... They go from Super Bowl favorites to now we're wondering, okay, did we just see Lamar hit his ceiling already? Clippers? <laughs> Clippers of the NFL? Maybe. All right, KC, the Lakers of the NFL? I'm not going to go there. All right. Rams? Dolphins. Rams and Dolphins. Rams, I got Dolphins. Rams are going to win, but I think you're going to see some impressive stuff from Tua. Tua is gonna get baptized by Darnold, but hopefully he knocks him so like hard that Tua like gets angry and destroys him. What's up with like uh, in, in this season? Like, okay, so Washington was playing against the Rams, and then I think their quarterback goes out, so they're like, "Hey, let's throw in Alex Smith, someone who almost had a life-threatening, uh, you know, injury because he broke his leg and had like 17 different surgeries, got infected, almost re really, it was really critical." First game back, they're like, hey, um, yeah, so our starter just got fucked. Can you just um, go in there and take a couple hits from Dar from Rick Donald? And then now you got Tua doing the same thing. Hey, you're uh, coming back from injury. You're a rookie. Let's throw you in against uh, the best defensive player in the entire league who was a freaking freak train. Like, I'm sorry. I feel sorry for him. Poor Tua. Good luck. Um, Patriots, Bills. I got Bills. Patriots and Bills. Bills Mafia. The first meeting, who won? Was it Bills? Already did, played? Did, did they already play? I don't know. I don't know. Trevor, um, you just made us look very unprofessional. Oh, man. Did they play already? I'll let you know in I, like I want to say they... Four seconds. I want to say they already played. Okay. 
But I don't know. There's something. There's there's something in me that wants to lean. <laughs> they did not play. You are a liar. I'm a liar. Okay. Yes. So the Patriots are two and four. The the uh, Buffalo's five and two. Belichick needs to win. They they really need this game to stay alive. But Bills need to win too because they've been. I mean, kind of down lately. They have. So with Stephon Gilmore. Considering everything, I think I'm gonna go with Bills. Yeah, let's go. I'm gonna go with Bills. I All wanted right. to go Patriots, but it's it's hard. It's hard to go with the Patriots. Let's go for um next one. Raiders, Browns. I got the Brownies. I got the Raiders. What? So I got the so Browns have the wins, but they have a lot of their wins have come with weaker teams. I'm not saying the Raiders are a strong team, but they're, they're not. They're better than they they're, usually are. They're they're better than than bad. Years. They're better than bad. Mm-hmm. I think they're they get average with the potential of better than average. So I'm gonna give them the win. I think they're gonna have some explosive plays. Henry Ruggs, um, Jacobs. I think they can kind of do something there. We'll see. We'll see. Chargers Broncos. Chargers Broncos. Revenge game for Gordon Herbert. I'm going to go with Herbert, Justin Herbert. I think so, too. Potential Herbert, rookie of the year. Yeah. That guy is amazing. He's done so well for my fantasy team. But realistically, in actual like game gameplay, he's he's amazing. I think mm-hmm. people pass over him a lot, but I think that just kind of happens when you're a Pac-12 quarterback. You just, if you're not in the SEC or ACC, they're just going to be like, eh, you're like the third best quarterback in the draft. Mm-hmm. All right. Saints, Bears. Ooh, Saints or the Bears. I want to go with the Bears. Go with the Sway. Because Thomas might not. He's not playing this week. He's not, he's Their offense out. has not Is been Sanders that great. Huh? Sanders still out? Uh, I think maybe for COVID. I'm yeah. not sure. But well, I don't I guess know. I'll go Saints, Bears. Saints have been kind of. I don't know. They've been kind of weird. I don't. I don't. I don't trust the Saints right now, which is weird. The, that's how you know. This is 2020 when I trust the Bears more than the Saints mm-hmm. at this particular Nick moment. Foles? Duh, Bears. <laughs> well, so I mean, bad. him or, or Trubisky, whoever they decide to play. They were so bad. They were, they were, they were awful. Um, The 49ers and the Seahawks. Oh, okay. So there's no Debo Samuel. And I'm not sure if the Seahawks are getting Jamal Adams again. This is a trap game for sure. A trap game. For who? For the Seahawks and Niners. Because either one can beat each other. Mm-hmm. The Niners can put up a thousand points. But then Garoppolo can probably get like wobbly ass legs. And then just not be able to throw the freaking ball. I mean, I Shanahan wanna, doesn't like him throwing the ball. I want to lean towards the Niners because they have to win. And because their offense is so dynamic. And the defense... Like, if the Seahawks had, like, at least, like, maybe the 20th best defense in the league, I'd feel more comfortable picking them. But they're dead last, and that's what makes me want to go with the Niners a little bit. And it's a tough division. Um, mm-hmm. So, it's at Seattle. Oof, that's in Seattle, too. But they don't have their... They don't. Hands. I'm going to go with, with the Niners. I'm going to go Seattle. Um, All right, let's move along. Another hard one to pick. Actually, no, no, not Sunday night football. Eagles, Eagles, Cowboys, Eagles. Eagles win. Um, can we please petition to have this game moved? 
I would much rather have the Steelers and Ravens be primetime. Hell yeah, or even the Niners Seahawks. Niners Seahawks, uh, Steelers or Ravens, please, mm. Sunday Night Flex. Shit, I'd rather even have the Raiders and the Browns. Vikings Packers would be cool too. That one, yeah, that one, that one too. And then Monday Night's game. Oh, it's going to be a close one, man. Ooh. Bucks Giants. I think I'm about to go Bucks. Can we flex this one too? <laughs> like bad, bad primetime yeah. games. But Bucks are gonna win. It's gonna it's gonna be a slaughterhouse. And I'm pretty sure anyone who follows it knows how trash the Cowboys are and how trash the Eagles are, and they're pissed that both of them actually basically the entire NFC least is representing primetime for Sunday and Monday. Mm-hmm. Because they're two, yeah, two, three out of three out of four. So yeah. the NFL loves you that much. They want to have NFC least be prime time. So get them Twitter fingers ready. Get ready to just complain. And don't worry, we're gonna have this out. And you're gonna see this video. You're gonna be like, oh my god, who's that amazing, beautiful face with the Lakers hat? Yeah, it's my again. That's Freddie. But thank you guys for tuning in this is Follow all us we on have twitter at the fanatics should be a little handle up here or up or up there or and over there youtube that way that way wherever you're gonna put it this um, one looks like that one that one matches this one our podcast is gonna be down in the description check us out we make some pretty good predictions um we just finished our nba with topic our nba um podcast segments because the nba is done we'll keep you guys in touch with like the draft and trade talks and all that but right now we're gonna mostly focus on football and i want to talk next episode a little bit more about fantasy football you know um right now our league that we're in is pretty close um there's like a five-way tie for the first place team yeah everyone's everyone's like beating each other yeah it's it's a beat down for sure you know i mean i'm on top you know because i scored the most points you know i'm like the cowboys i get i score the most points but then i guess points scored on me too but well, you know, I hope that, that injury for Calvin Ridley doesn't fuck you. That's kind of aggressive. All I'm right, sorry. Man, I'm out. All right, peace, guys. <laughs>